1: Good morning. It is Tuesday, July 24. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I am Japheth de Oliveira. Yeah, let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for a fresh new day. I want to thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. And and Lord, bless today. Bless uh, all the scripture that we read. The the new version as we uh, read through this text may give us fresh insight and understanding we ask this in Jesus' most beautiful and precious name. Amen.
1: Amen. And yes, it's Tuesday. It's the message day, my favorite day. Romans 5, 12 through 21. Subtitle is The Death-Dealing Sin, The Life-Giving Gift. You know the story of how Adam landed us in the dilemma we're in. First sin, then death, and no one exempt from either sin or death. That sin disturbed relations with God in everything and everyone, but the extent of the disturbance was not clear until God spelled it out in detail to Moses. So death, this huge abyss separating us from God, dominated the landscape from Adam to Moses. Even those who didn't sin precisely as Adam did by disobeying a specific command of God still had to experience this termination of life, this separation from God. But Adam, who got us into this, also points ahead to the one who will get us out of it. Yet the rescuing gift is not exactly parallel to the death-dealing sin, If one man's sin put crowds of people at the dead-end abyss of separation from God, just think what God's gift poured through one man, Jesus Christ, will do. There's no comparison between that death-dealing sin and this generous, life-giving gift. The verdict on that one sin was the death sentence. The verdict on the many sins that followed was this wonderful life sentence. If death got the upper hand through one man's wrongdoing, can you imagine the breathtaking recovery life makes Sovereign life in those who grasp with both hands this wildly extravagant life gift, this grand setting everything right that the one man Jesus Christ provides. Here it is in a nutshell. Just as one person did it wrong and got us in all this trouble with sin and death, another person did it right and got us out of it. But more than just getting us out of trouble, he got us into life. One man said no to God and put many people in the wrong. One man said yes to God and put many in the right. All that passing laws against sin did was produce more lawbreakers. But sin didn't and doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness we call grace. When it's sin versus grace, grace wins hands down. All sin can do is threaten us with death, and that's the end of it. Grace, because God is putting everything together again through the Messiah, invites us into life, a life that goes on and on and on, world without end. Is that the name of a James Bond movie? World Without End.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I remember it's, something like it that. It should be. It should if it's be. Not
1: that was long. I feel like we have no time to talk. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've been reading this passage since my life began.
0: Oh yeah. It, it, well, you, you know, he does. Uh, he does expand a little bit as I he's guess. trying and and as Expans to give him credit. Repeats, it is a very goes dense over things text. That,
1: well, I mean, it seems kind yeah. of obvious in a way.
0: Yeah. Well, yes, it is obvious, and yet at the same time, there's uh, there's a lot to Pack inside. So it's a good it's a good uh, good version, good paraphrase today. And our recalibrate question for today is this: that uh, and you've got to read the daily walk; it's really worthwhile. Uh, boulderchurch Yeah, it's Mark Wittes again. Mark Wittes, absolutely. He's he's good. He's good. And this is what uh, the question that Mark wants us to process today. If the law can't save me, why should I keep it? If the law law can't save me, why should I keep it? Which is what I I try to explain to the officer every time they pull me over. (laughs) If the law. Can't save save me, why should I keep it?
1: The idea implied in that question is that we do things only if there's something in it for us. That if we can't yeah. think of any benefit to doing something... I don't find that that's true, though. I don't think that's how people operate. I think there are a lot of reasons to do things, if, even if you don't know, you can't directly connect a benefit
0: so maybe yourself. M- so maybe there's a question underneath this of uh, why do people actually feel the need to keep the law? Is it motivation that they feel there is like some kind of like major benefit of... I mean, of, okay,
1: why do I run every day if I'm never going to be in the Olympics? You know, it's, you know, it's that's almost a, great a question, question like Why? That. <laughs> Well, and know, actually, like, I know why I don't run every day. doing things <laughs> if you're not going to? Or, I mean, also the idea, what was the question again? If why the do, law can't, can't save, save me, you, why well, should I keep it? Nothing can save you, technically. I mean, yeah, you think there about are all the people. things we do. Don't you wonder mm. sometimes people will worry a lot about exercise and diet? And you kind of do think, well, at some point, everybody's dying. Like, you can't prolong your life by that long. i got like, to meet some of those of people. Out? this much about it because yeah really but yeah you do things sometimes because it makes you feel better while you are alive Mm. you know hey maybe you're not going to live past a certain age but you'll feel better while you are alive so I think keeping the law the same thing would apply whether or not you're it's going to save you it might make your life better it might make you feel more cohesive in terms of doing the kinds of things that reflect the kind of person that you think you are you know, if you want to be a good person, I think a lot of us would like to be good people and do good things and live lives that we're proud of.
0: Yeah, I actually think that's a that's a really interesting uh, statement you just said there. Um, as you get as you get older, you suddenly start to realize, you know, something about the end of life, and you think about health, and then you think about exercise and diet, and I think maybe if I if I take that correlation and place it with salvation. Maybe that's when law becomes more significant as you get older and you think you start to latch on to different things. So you.
1: Well, some people do. Yeah, some it people depends.
0: do. And so maybe that becomes the thing that, uh, you know where rules become really important because i think thinking maybe that's what it actually all comes down to, right? Because they are fearful that salvation could be at risk um, if they don't keep the law. And uh, yet Paul in this text is saying, hey, the law is not there to save you. The law is there to point out something to you. Well, um, I mean,
1: as Mark yeah. pointed out, and I don't know if it was today's Daily Walk in particular, but it was sometime this week. He talks about how, you know, when we say the law, we think of the Ten Commandments. But yeah. that's not what the the people of this time would have thought. So, I mean, one question, I mean, one answer to this question is that most of us don't keep the law. Whether we think it saves us or not, we don't keep it because we don't even know what it is.
0: Well, yeah, maybe we don't don't call it the law, and maybe we just call it the rules that we have or or rules that we think, or we have our own set of laws. Why
1: do we do things? Well, and another answer to that is because it makes us feel in control
0: of something.
1: If you have a list of guidelines that... That help you frame your life, then you feel like you kind of have your stuff together, mm-hmm. and you feel like nothing can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So people who like rules, I think, feel that way.
0: Yeah. So is this a, is this is Paul writing this entire text here just for people who've got issues with rules, and that everybody who doesn't have an issue with rules should just basically ignore Romans and they'll be fine? I don't know. If the law, maybe, because
1: can- <laughs> yeah. it does seem that the people he was speaking to were very much. Rule-driven. Interested in the rules? I wonder. I mean, I like rules.
0: No, yeah, and I wonder though. I wonder if everybody at do. some point, at some point, is faced you, you know. We have a friend of ours, uh, Martin. Um, and Martin, he said to me one day, uh, he's an English guy, lives over here in the United oh, States. Oh, that Martin, yeah, okay. yeah, so you know who I'm talking about I now. Do. And and Martin said to me, because um, Martin had a, a kind of like this horrific thing happened to him when he was young, and he nearly died, and it just changed all of his values in his life. And so he's got a lot of friends, military friends and all sorts of stuff. And he said, you know, I just, he wishes that a lot of people when they're in, in the track of their life, that they would just suddenly, something would shock them and then they would make healthier decisions. And then sometimes he says, you know, I, I want to try and create some kind of like crisis.
1: Oh, I have not heard him say this. Oh but no. This alarms me. I'm this, sitting here. My, my face is <laughs> It was telling
0: me that this is the only way sometimes you have to shock somebody in order to get them to kind of wake up to reality. All right.
1: Okay. All right. So again, I don't know that I feel that that's my personal responsibility in life. Like what would this shock take the form of? Did he give you any ideas? He did not
0: tell me involved like, you know, duct taping anybody or anything like this. It was just like, it was just literally like some kind of just yeah. shock that he was going to do this. But uh, I thought it was interesting. He just said that, you know, when people have this kind of like moment in their life, then they wake up to the reality. And I wonder whether that's the role that Paul is trying to say the law is trying to do in our well, life. Well, it
1: doesn't do a very good job then because that's not usually the thing that shocks no. any of us. It's, no,
0: And so maybe we become... It's other some
1: an illness or an Maybe we become dead
0: into it. You know, we become like immune to... Um, the effect and the power well, that it has. Well, I mean, has. here's
1: my thing. I think many, I think most people experience multiple shocks in their lives. I don't think you have to go out of your way to make that happen to people. I think it happens to everybody. I mean, you had one with your cancer. You know, yeah. people have them. I think you, unfortunately, most of us have more than one. And the thing is, that thing will temporarily shock you to maybe you make certain changes, and then you kind of fall back into your own ways, old ways a little bit, but maybe it incrementally changes you a little bit. You know, there's the kind of pendulum swing where mm-hmm. you can, in reaction to something, think, oh, I'm going to change everything, and then maybe you kind of slack off, but some of the good habits that you've made stick.
0: So if there's, you know, no, if there's no salvation benefit of keeping the law... Why should we keep it as a question that we? I don't think we can actually just ignore, but I think it needs to come back later this week, uh, and I think it will come up. Because
1: it feeds into the kind of person you are and the values that you have and the way that you want to live your life. And so whether you get anything out of it or not, I can think of a lot of things that I would do that I don't necessarily think are going to have a benefit for me personally. But the benefit is that it makes me feel good to be a person, the kind of person that I want to be.
0: Yeah. All right, well, Have a think about this question. Uh, Think about this question today. If the law can't save you, uh, why should you keep it? Look after each other, and we will connect tomorrow. Uh, Live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at give. Until next time, look after each other.